Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Investing to secure your financial future may not be as difficult as you think. I'm reading Simply Invest Naked Truths to Grow Your Money by Go Yang Chai, a prominent figure in the financial advisory industry here in Singapore for over 30 years. He's pioneered a number of financial management models and heads the well-regarded GYC Financial Advisory. Go Yang Chai joins me live now. Tell me, who did you want to write this book for? Basically, we wrote this book both for the novice investors and also for the experienced investors. And uh, we also wanted to make sure that this would be a good book for any advisors who will be able to use this as a base or as a book whereby they can refer to when they do their advisory. I like how you start by saying that uh, investors who follow the advice of people who are often heard on different media platforms consistently and significantly underperform the market. (laughs) And you say most opinions on the market are often so wrong that they can be regarded by some as a reliable contrarian indicator, i.e. whatever (laughs) investors think, the opposite is likely true. So bearing that in mind, how then do you write a book of financial investment advice then? Basically, we want to say that don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to you. Don't listen to any uh, investment expert, including don't listen to us. So what we are saying is that you should listen to the evidence. What we have done in this book is that we try to curate all the important financial truth in the market, and we try to steal decades of uh, financial science that have been proven to help everyone to invest successfully. And then we try to simplify it as to the lowest denominator so that people can just use the book and can understand it and can simply apply it. That's great. You're the chief executive and founder of GYC Financial Advisory, over 30 years in the financial services industry. Do you still come across some of the misconceptions uh, when it comes to conventional investing? Uh, There are folies of uh, conventional investing. In fact, I'm not the one who said Economist William Sharp in 1975, he did a, a research and he found out that majority of the forecasts are wrong. In fact, not a single person has accurately predicted an economic recession in almost 50 years. Mm. So we are saying that it's very difficult for a person to forecast. For example, people will say that if you can be 70% correct, you are pretty good investors. I mean, most people say that. But you see, for an investment to work, there are two decisions. Okay. You have to decide when to buy and when to sell. Hmm. So, I mean, simple math and probability will tell you that if you have a 70% accuracy when you buy a stock, you also need to have a 70% accuracy when you sell a stock. So 70 by 70 is actually 49%. So your probability is only uh, worse off than throwing a tossing a coin. When to buy, when to sell, who to listen to, which headlines to read as well, right? That's right, yeah. So when it comes to building a better portfolio, I know somewhere in this book you say it's important to understand yourself. Why is that important? In fact, this is one of the best sections. In section four, uh, we, we tell people that besides learning how to, to learn from all the financial science that have been developed over the years, besides learning how to construct a portfolio, people are still finding investing uh, investment success very elusive. And the reason is because they find it very hard to decide what to do in when the market is crashing, for example, or when the market is stagnant for the last 10 years. I mean, what do you do actually? So we realize that the, you are your own greatest enemy because you know, never underestimate your emotions. Mm. So to invest in the long run, you really need to learn how to handle 
different market situation and make sure that you are, you, are, you stay anchored to your financial plan despite all the market conditions. Mm. And, you know, when it came to packing a book, because you are chief executive of GYC Financial Advisory, was it, you know, important that, to you to reach out to investors at all levels through this book? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the reason why we entitled the book Simply Invest. Uh, basically, we're trying to say that it's, there's no secret to investment. You know, many books will try to tell you that there's a secret, there's a way to invest. And probably some of the formulas that have been expounded is true for maybe some time, but not mm. others. Okay. So we are saying that there's a better way to invest. Okay, but what is true some of the time? You have a, a chapter saying applying the greatest ideas from financial science. Can you share some? Uh, in fact, uh, the, the, the whole segment is quite interesting because we actually listed uh, research being done by uh, some of the experts and they found that a seven-year-old kid who was told to choose some ETFs and to stay invested as compared to some of the, the, mo- the brainiest people for example, immense uh-huh. and they, they track their, their performance and after, after 15 years, you know, they, they say, so who performed better, the seven-year-old kid or people who are in the Mensa? or who runs Harvard uh, Endowment Fund, who runs Princeton Endowment Fund, they found that the seven-year-old actually beat all these people. So what is the secret, you know? Mm. The secret is the, the things that you do not do, you know? The people stay invested and they buy a globally diversified portfolio mm. and they stay invested for a long period of time. It's relying on compound interest then. So some of the misconceptions that you've hinted at pertain to cryptocurrencies, property investment. In fact, you say in this book, our love affair with property is misguided. Why do you say that? I noticed that in this channel, 89.3, always property is being brought up. (laughs) It is. I mean, Singaporeans look at it as, you know, the the highway to, you know, that big sale, right? Highway to riches. One of the myths is that uh, property always makes money. I, I mean, one reason could be the my share, you know, when you read the news, when you hear the radio, people are always publishing success stories. Yeah, we always hear about on block, right? Sell high, yeah, someone would have bought it high, you know. So there will be people who lose money, actually. I, 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 in, in the book, I, I mentioned that if you were to publish regular valuation report of your property, maybe you'll not become that uh, popular after all as a set to buy. Okay, you're busting a lot of our bubbles here. <laughs> I had a chart that says that property investment compounding interest from 1975 to 2017. What is the compounding return of a Singapore property? Would you like to guess uh, what is the compounding return from 1975 to 2017? 1975 to 2017. I'm not sure. I, I think you're going to shock me with the statistic. Go ahead. 6.8%. But if you were to invest in a Singapore stock market, it would be 7.6%. So you actually better off investing in the stock market. And if you were to invest in the globally diversified global stocks, you will mm. be 8.4%. I mean, people are just irrational, you know. Yeah, but it's true that uh, property, people generally like property because, uh, you know, you, you can feel it, you can touch it, you can see it. But it's not true in terms of uh, actual returns, yeah. You have a chapter discussing the limits of index investing. This is interesting. Give us the high points there. Uh, okay, generally people will say that investing in ETF is a great way to invest, but there are two reasons why we, I mean, there are many reasons that we state in the book, but there will be, I'll just name two reasons. First, that, first is that some people invest in ETF as well as in the, as well as in their stock. They buy and sell ETF. And that's not the way to invest in ETF. That is, they try to time the market, they try to buy the ETF low and sell the ETF low. Yeah. High, yeah. So, so that's not the right way. The way to invest in ETF is to buy and stay invested. And the second reason why ETF uh, 
may not be uh, a good thing is because of the diversification effect. For example, uh, if you to invest in ETF, mm. uh, generally, um, at most, you'll be investing in about 1,300 stocks. Of course, if you invest in the unit trust, you are investing like 80 stocks, uh, a global globally diversified uh, index. Mm. But if you invest in an enhanced index, funds that are specially designed, you can invest in 10,200 stocks. So that is one of the reasons why you want to have a more diversified portfolio, you need to look at enhanced index funds rather than just an ETF. Interesting. You say index investing is a scientifically sound and cheap way to successfully invest, right? Yeah, if you, if, if you do not have any other way, uh, that will be about the best way. Okay, so the internet has made, you know, do-it-yourself investing something everybody is picking up these days. Do we still need a financial advisor? Uh, some people do need advisors, some people do not need advisors. So uh, uh, generally, very few people do not need advisors. Uh, we will advise people that uh, if they need an advisor, they should seek advisor because the advisor gives you a certain perspective towards your investment, especially when markets are bad. But there are three groups of people that we think do not need advisors. Well, one is uh, people who are professionals, for example. I mean, they are really into their, their, their own game of investing and they, they would like to do their own. Right. The second group of people could be extremely wealthy individuals whereby they've got family offices or this. Yeah. Okay. Or self-directed investors with a lot of investment experience. But the advisors bring in a whole different scope of work in the sense that they help the client to do a financial plan to uh, what we teach like people to, like, we live to invest or we invest to live. We wow. would like to say that the latter is more correct, you know, that this you invest to live. You do not want to every day worry about things like, oh, it's China, mm. and it's more in US, and yeah. you worry about. So the financial planner will help you to, to stay focused so that you will achieve your financial plan based on your financial goals. Do you remember that first stock that you bought that made you money? The first stock where I make my major money, <laughs> uh, in the sense I, I believe in investing in the enhanced index funds. So majority of my investment is into the enhanced index funds. Mm, okay. Because right. I can invest in 10,200 stocks all at one go. And, and has that been your strategy from get-go? Yeah, I, I would say that uh, uh, most of the wealth is built based on this strategy. Yeah. Tremendous. How do we build a better portfolio? We are suggesting to people that you should actually invest in a globally diversified portfolio. In fact, uh, it's very interesting for the last 91 years from 1926 to 2017, if you use the S&P 500, there are a total of 25,300 stocks, 25,300 stocks. They are responsible for making $1 become $7,000 today wow. in the 91 years. But we found out that there's only 1,000 stocks that's responsible for the total return of S&P 500. Out of 25,300 stocks, after 91 years, only 1,000 stocks survive. So if you are a stock picker, how would you know out of 25,300 stocks, which is the 1,000 stocks that will survive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. 4%, it's only 4%. It's very tough. So why not you invest in the whole market mm. so that you make sure and be necessary to ensure that you reap the return. Because it's very shocking that we find out that uh, in general, a young graduate who works from 25 years to when they're retired at 60, uh-huh. they do not have a million dollars. By right, if you are a young graduate and you are making decent amount of money, mm-hmm. that long period of time, you should have at least $1 million when you retire. But surprisingly, many people do not have that. That's so it begs the question, it begs the question, what, what are you doing in the investment that is wrong? That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. What have you been doing with your money? So what are three takeaways you would like your readers to have after reading this book, Simply Invest? 
I would say that uh, don't get distracted by return. Uh, risk is as important. Doesn't mean that it's low risk. That means it's no risk. Because a lot of people think that you know, putting into a, a, a structure that give a 6% return is very low risk, but things can get bad. I, I mean, brands can go bust and uh, the structure can, that the bond can die immediately. So uh, risk is important. Uh, number two is that uh, maybe don't chase after trends. Mm. Okay, and um, I would say that number three is don't be overconfident and be humble and realize that you don't know anything. Ask questions. I mean, you go to your advisor, you go to your banker, Mm. Ask them questions, and in five minutes, if you do not understand what he's saying, after that, I think walk away. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's great advice there. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Michelle. That's Go Yang Chai, Chief Executive, founder of GYC Financial Advisory Private Limited. I'm reading his book, Simply Invest Naked Truths to Grow Your Money. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.